Investor Schooling is an education company located in Langhorne, Pennsylvania. Investor Schooling, the principals or their employees, are not licensed by any regulatory institution. Phil Falcone and Larry Steinhaus are not registered reps of any investment firm, nor do they sell any securities. Their advice is based on their experiences and the experiences of their students. They are not attorneys or accountants, and before using any of their advice, they suggest you check with your legal or tax professionals. To find out more, go to www.investorschooling.com. This show is previously recorded. Now, let's welcome Larry Steinhaus and Phil Falcone, your hosts for Investor Schooling Live. Good afternoon and welcome to Investor Schooling Live. Coming to you from Investor Schooling Headquarters, I'm Phil Falcone here with my business partner, Larry Steinhaus. We are the founders of Investor Schooling. Get ready to learn real estate investing and stock option investing. Call us anytime during the show with your questions at 855-939-1137. That's 855-939-1137. That's right. We're a live program, so you can call us anytime during the show and ask us a question. We'll take your calls. Don't worry about what we're talking about. Just call us. We love to listen to questions from our callers. Investor Schooling is located in Langhorne, Pennsylvania, serving the Philadelphia area in a real brick-and-mortar building. We are local guys, accessible to our students a minimum of two nights per week. Learn this business, the business of real estate investing and stock option investing from people who live it every day. So we got a couple topics today. I'm giving away a BMW, so you want to pay attention to that because that's kind of important. If you would like to win a free car, that might be this might be the best place to do it. Uh, we're going to talk about putting yourself on payroll from your own company, and uh, we're going to discuss the benefits of that. We're going to talk about the money multiplier event that happened yesterday. We had an all-day event at Investor Schooling yesterday with a bunch of different speakers. And we're going to talk about that. And why sell your home on a lease option with an NROC payment? Why would somebody do that? We're going to talk about that. Tenant buildings, tenant buildings where they have reached capacity, sell them an option. We're going to discuss that as well. Okay, and NROC comes up again. I ask how much they have to put down first. Then we explain <laughs> to them how that all works. And then to wrap up our show, we're going to be talking about the stock option Sultan. He's going to give us his picks for the week. And we've also had a couple of questions that have come in, like uh, what formula do you guys use for wholesale deals? And look at this. Somebody emailed in a question about NROC as well. So we're going to hit that. Hey, Larry, what's happening? I know what's happening, Phil. You you wrote this today with all these questions just because you made fun of me the other day in class. I didn't make fun of you. I was trying to help you. You I, you made fun of me. You made fun of me. I was talking about lease options and NROCs, non-refundable option considerations, for those of you who don't know what NROC is. <clears throat> and I said that I asked for $10,000, and you called me out and said that I was leaving money on the table. I know that's where you want to go with this, but I know we're going to do that later. But I have something better to talk to you about. Sure, go ahead. I was talking to Dom Giordano the other day on the phone. Yeah. And when I was talking to John Giandano the other day on the phone, you know what he said to me? What did he say to you? He said, what's it like working with that genius, Phil Falcone? Well, you know us Italians. We stick together. All I wanted to do was reach to the phone and yell at him. Genius? Why is he the genius? And then I realized that night that you told me that I was leaving money on the table, and he must have been right. 
Why don't you play the the uh, phone call for me? Oh, I can't play the whole phone. Call. Plus, it's not the recording's not that great. Oh, okay. Yeah, the recording's not that great. But the or, or and I'm not prepared for it. I would have. Man calls me a genius. I would usually put that on a never-ending loop. Well, I, I figured you might, but yeah, you know, you should have been listening to every YouTube site in the world. You know that kind of thing. You should have been listening to the sh- to Dom Giordano show. Well, maybe if you called me and told me you were calling the Dom Giordano show, I would have listened. Well, I didn't know I was calling Dom Giordano show. He brought up landlords and and Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and I gave him the number one piece of advice that we give everyone else: that there's two places in the world to invest. One is Philadelphia, and one is everywhere else. Mm-hmm. And we choose to invest everywhere else. He liked that, by the way. He thought that was very funny. So, no, I'm not trying to pick on you. I just figured it was a good topic to talk about since you were just talking about it. No, I, I, I got it. Yeah. And the uh, money multiplier yesterday, now, I, I do have to say we missed you, and I'm, I, I really was upset that we missed you, but uh, Phil actually came in today. Phil is in deep pain, and I could see it in his eyes sitting in the chair the way he's sitting in his chair that he actually came in, came in, in pain because you're back, right? Yeah, well, uh, this is the last time I will ever pull a weed out of a garden. Yeah, well, first of all, you're rich enough to hire gardeners. Why are you pulling your own weeds? <laughs> well, actually, you don't have to pull weeds. You can just eat the good stuff around the weeds. You could, yeah, well, That's true. You could eat the good yeah, stuff around the weeds. Yeah, you don't need to pull weeds. Right, but you like to look at it and, and make it, it, it well, look pretty. Well, sometimes when you, you, you go outside to look at your garden, and you're like, eh, you know, maybe I'll clean this up a little bit, and that's all I was thinking, and... It's funny that I go to the gym like almost every day and lift weights, yet I pull a weed out of a garden and I pull my back out. That's good because, you, know, you know. It generally happens to me once every year and a half or something. And But this one's pretty bad. I got to tell you, like, uh, I'm a pretty tough guy. I like to think I'm a pretty tough guy. I go to the gym. I play, I play aggressive tennis for hours a, uh, every other day. Uh, I'm an athlete, and yet how the heck do you go into complete, like uselessness, yeah. Pulling a weed, yeah. We could. We actually had to had to carry him down the stairs to put him into the studio tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it actually looked pretty bad when he came down the well, hallway. Well, the reason I looked like I was in so much pain today was because of those shorts that Pedro was wearing. <laughs> I mean, I was looking at those things, going, "What the heck are those?" They, it's it's unfortunate you know, we can't. It's look, unfortunate this is radio and we can't show the shorts that he's wearing. Right, right, right. <laughs> But the but the shorts, if you've ever seen the movie Chariots of Fire, that's a lot what it looked like. <laughs> All right. If you guys so if you guys are listening to the show for the first time, you're like, what is this we're listening to? We are we are actually a financial show. And if you want to call in with any of your questions, 855-939-1137. 855-939-1137. We'll talk to you about real estate. We'll talk to you about stock options, and we'll even talk to you about Pedro's shorts. Yeah, we could talk about that. <laughs> so, um, I assume, tell me yesterday, I assume you discussed the giving away of the BMW. Yeah, so, right. So, last week, if you were listening to Phil sh- to, to our show, Phil said he was going to give away his BMW. And we, it took us a couple of days and we got, we put it together. And if anybody want to win, yeah, wants to win Phil's car, you can go to winphilscar.com. Winphilscar.com. Uh, that's a that's a great name for a website. <laughs> Glad I thought of it, because <laughs> I am the genius. Even if Dom Giordano doesn't think so. Well, you know, Dom uh, he sticks with the Italians. I, I guess so. Like me, you know, we're we're thick. So yeah. So if you go to winfieldscar.com, you can enter a video 
just with your with your best real estate tip. If you remember, we talked about that last week. You can enter a video with your best real estate tip, and when you enter your video, uh, as of September 15th, your friends can vote on it. In fact, I'm going to play one of the videos for you because it is such a great video for us. I'm just you're going to hear the audio. I mean, obviously, it's just a guy speaking. But listen to this. This is the entry that he had. Hey guys, my name is Calvin McVeigh. I'm a new member of Investor Schooling. And I think this is a great opportunity for me to not only win Phil's car, but also introduce myself. Uh, I'm 19, I'm from Flemington, New Jersey, and I'm super excited to learn about stocks and real estate. Um, I'm a real estate agent in the Flemington area and surrounding areas. And from what I've seen and from what I've heard from investor schooling, there's a land of opportunities. And my real estate tip is to start now because every day you miss is another day that you could be out there making money. So that's my tip, guys. I think it's honestly the best tip because if you don't start, no other tips apply. Get out there and do the work. Let's start now. Thank you, guys. Calvin McVay. Take care. I'm going to vote for him, Phil. I like that. That was great, wasn't it? I might vote for him. All right. Well, I'll vote for him first. Yeah, don't you have to wait until September to vote September for September 15th is when to vote. So, right, so you can't start voting yet. Right, so if you want to go to winfieldscar.com, you can enter a real estate tip, and you can... It's a video. You make a video, you put it on YouTube, you put it in the site. All right, anyway, the rules are up there. Take a look, blah, blah, blah. You know what to do. It's got all those official rules that the lawyers said we have to put in there. Like, you know, like you can't cheat. All right, well, why don't we move on to the next topic? All right, let's do it. So you've often advocated putting yourself on yes. payroll from your own company. Yes. Would you uh, take some time and explain that to people? Yeah. So this is this is a difficult concept for a lot of entrepreneurs. They're, they're business owners, and maybe they have a small business. And, you know, let's even say it's a grocery store that they just happen to open up, and they're maybe their only employee, and maybe it's them and their wife, their only employee. Uh, or, or when I say employee, the people working there. And, you know, they're just basically taking money out of the register, putting it in their pocket and going to buy food or going to pay their rent with that money. And they're making they're they're giving up opportunities that they that they can, that they're really missing out on. And here, one of the one of the main reasons that you should put yourself on payroll is because if you put yourself on payroll, believe it or not, you qualify for mortgages. So you don't have to tell the the, the uh, mortgage company that you own the company that you work for, especially if the company files a separate tax return than you do. So, for example, Phil and I, we go for mortgages. We get we are on payroll at Investor Schooling. We get checks, and we can show the mortgage company our pay stubs. And we just, hey, we, we work for the company. Now, if they ask us, we're going to have to tell them we own the company, but they, they, they don't ask. But that shouldn't change things anyway. <laughs> right, they don't What's ask. the difference? If you, if you own the company, it only solidifies your position in that company. Right, sometimes. But sometimes they want to look at the tax returns of the company, make sure the company can continue to pay you. That's, that's the only reason they would do it, and to see if you're in debt in the company. But at the same time, that's one reason. Another reason, and one of my favorite reasons, is you have an opportunity to put money away. So you can actually put money into a Roth IRA or any IRA, uh, you know, at, at our age, up to seven thousand a year. But 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 in a in a Roth IRA, you have to have income. You have, I'm sorry, both our age, you have to have income. So you have to have show, be able to show income. So that's another reason to put yourself on payroll. Here's another reason to have a payroll company doing all this is putting your children on payroll. So if you have a five-year-old at home and you're trying to figure out how to, you know, how to pay to deduct all their 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 uh, their expenses such as clothes, games. I mean, imagine getting a, a PS2 or a PS3, whatever it is, and deducting that on your taxes. Do you know that you can do that if you do it right? You can't exactly deduct a PS3, but what you can do is you can pay your kids payroll. Now there's a twelve thousand five hundred dollar 
standard deduction, which means that you can pay them up to $12,500 and they won't have to pay taxes on that. Meanwhile, it's a tax deduction to your company. So that's a big plus. So then what you do is you then take that money and you open up a, a Roth IRA for your children. And here's the cool part about the Roth IRA for your children. You can use that for college. So now you put that and they can use that Roth IRA for college with no tax implications and no penalties. And if they don't go to college, because a lot of people start to realize that college really isn't what it's what it's supposed to be anymore. You don't need it for to, to be an entrepreneur in our case, right? If, if they don't go to college, they could keep that Roth IRA and they could use it for retirement. And you don't have to worry about any, you know, like a 529 plan where if you don't use it, you lose it you, or you don't, you, you don't lose the tax deduction. So it's, it's a much better way to do it. So payroll is an awesome way to go when you have a business. Now, some of you out there may be saying, yeah, but then I have to tell the government what I make and I have to pay Social Security tax. Oh, well. You know, there's a lot of times that we teach things that cost a little bit more that you cost a little bit more for to implement than normal. But when I tell you the long run, it makes so much more sense, like putting your cars in your business name instead of your own name. Right. And, so and, so yeah, suppose sure. that you had like a, a six year old grandson. OK, you could put him on payroll, pay him twelve thousand dollars a year. And, you know, you could use some of that money for him, maybe possibly to buy things for him. But technically, it's really your money, right? No, no, it's their money, but you're the guardian. <laughs> it's, their, it's their money, but you're it's, the guardian. You're the guardian, right. So, okay. so you have full control of the money, so you could, you, know, you could spend anything you want. So you can use the money as you see fit. Right, right, exactly, right. right. And, and, and technically, if, if it's in their name, you should spend some of it on them. Anything right. you, you can buy them Christmas gifts, you could buy them birthday gifts, you could maybe help with their education or whatever it is that you want to do. Get them swimming lessons, whatever you want to do yep. with it. And the rest of it you can use as you wish. Right. I just want to correct it. It's not guardian, it's custodian. I, just, I used the custodian. wrong word. But I just want to make sure that, that uh, people understand. You have full control of that money, and you can do whatever you want. So they, you know, so now they have their 12500 up to twelve. By the way, you don't have to pay them 12000 You can pay them anything up yeah, to $12,500. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. So now you take that money, you put it in a bank account, under their name and you're their custodian and then what you do is you'd use that money to buy their ps3 or their bicycle or their college whatever you want to do and you and that's how you that's how you avoid them paying you, you that's how you become tax deductions for them and and your own business it's just it's such a great idea i mean we have there are people who do this you know modeling fees for their kids uh, so, you know, we have our senior student liaison, Jamie. She puts a picture of her daughter, Juliana, up on the screen. And she pays her daughter to, to she pays her daughter for that picture. And it's absolutely brilliant. Now her daughter has income. And with that income, she could put that money away into a Roth IRA. And that money could grow to be a much bigger number in the future. Oh, it'll grow incredible. And it's never taxed. It's not even, it's not tax deferred. It's never taxed if it's in a Roth IRA. So what about if you got kids that are like in their twenties, early twenties? It's the same thing. So now he's got college. He's got college expenses. Well, let's say he's not going to college. He's just living. He's well, a, if he's twenty years old and living at home and he's not making more than twelve thousand five hundred dollars, take your foot, have it have it hit the. Well, that's the, not what. That's not hit, the situation. Hit, hit the hit the bottom of his tush and kick him out the door and let him go to work. Well, that's not the situation. I know. I understand. I'm, I wasn't talking about you, but I'm, what I'm trying to say is the peep. This is. This is where people have to understand that a 20-year-old, he should be working now. And he should be making more than $12,500. Of course. But the $12,500 is a standard deduction, which is great. For, and this is how you can use the standard deduction to work in your favor. 
But if your kid's at home and he's going to college and you and and you don't want him to work and you're going to pay him twelve thousand five hundred dollars out of your company, you can do that. You just had. By the way, just so you understand, I want to make sure you, you do know this too. It has to be. It has to. Uh, let me use the word. It has to appear legitimate. Okay, so you can't send your kid to California and we're in Philadelphia and he never comes to visit or never logs on to your website or, or your computer and he doesn't have an email address at your company. He doesn't have a way to reach him. He's not a legitimate employee. Make it sure it's a legitimate employee. It won't be a problem for me personally because uh, my stepson, Chris, my son, Stone, they all uh, from time to time do work at Executive. Right, exactly. Like, which is right exactly this weekend they're moving furniture for right, me. Exactly. Right, exactly. Because I, got, I threw out my back. Yeah, I bet. Which I, I usually go and do that kind of stuff, or, you know, it's no big deal. Go down there for an hour and move some furniture around, it's no big deal. For a rich guy, you work too hard. <clears throat> well, you know, I'm, I come from a hard-working family. My mentors, my mother and father, were very hard workers, and they never stopped. They never stopped until they were very old. <laughs> That's when they stopped. Uh, you, know, I st you, don't, you don't work on your properties anymore, right? No, no, I, never. You right, mean like right. do work on my yeah, like, rental like property? Do a kitchen no. or something? Okay, you're right. Okay, no. yeah. But but yeah. but I still have to work on them. For example, like the project we were just talking about on Friday. Right. That project, I would have to fly down to Florida. I'd have to go out and find contractors to work for me. Right, I'd sure. have to pay those contractors. Mm -hmm. I'd have to explain to them what I want done. So there's still work involved. I'm just not physically doing the work anymore. Right, I got it. I, right. Yeah, I, and, and it's funny because we, we, you and I both started that way. We didn't know each other at the time, but I was doing my own work in my own properties. You were doing your own work in your own properties. And it didn't take long to realize that that was a complete waste of our talents and time. I mean, I, I'm very good. I could, I could, I could do a whole kitchen, make it beautiful. Uh, but I just, if I do that, then how much time am I taking up from finding properties? Yeah, sure, I understand. I used to do the same thing. Okay, so my my um, parents never had any investment properties. So uh, although they were great entrepreneurs, they didn't do any work on our house. There were always contractors that came into our house to do the work. So the very first house I ever painted was the first investment property I bought in 1989. I had never painted a wall uh, awesome, up to that right? point, right? And my mother came over and uh, and kind of helped me. I, I, I painted properties and discovered very quickly that I hate painting. I, I, I don't hate it. I'm, I got pretty good at it. I'm, I'm a good painter. I'm a good drywall man. I'm a good... Spa I've, I've done so much spackling that I could literally cover up the hole in the ozone layer. So here's the funny part. You and I, every Christmas, you know, we close for the week of Christmas and New Year's, and Phil and I come in, and we kind of hang out together, and we're, we're fixing, we, we patch up things in the, in the room. Like, so, like somebody will walk by, and they'll, 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 bump a, they'll bump a wall and put a little small dent in it, or somebody will move one of the chairs, and they'll put it. And Phil and I do that, but we do it mostly so we can spend time together and uh, just bond. We bonded last year. We got drunk last year. Remember that? Also, we have about uh, 27 television sets in this building. Right. So uh, Larry has to cut holes in the wall right. uh, every three feet to run wires somewhere. So then I straight. I know it's funny because I was thinking about that. I'm sitting here saying that I would I would hire somebody to do to do all my renovations, but I've done all the electronics in this building. Wait, so uh, one thing I learned last Christmas was, if you drink an entire bottle of booze while fixing the walls, 
It does not accelerate the completion of the project. No, as a matter of fact, I think that we had more holes in the walls after we started. Than... <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys, if you guys have any comments, 855-939-1137, 855-939-1137. Of course, you can take a free class this Thursday night. Go to investorschooling.com. Go to investorschooling.com, and you can RSVP for a class. And we are like this. I mean, this is this is us at the class. We're just, you know, this is how we are, and you'll have a blast. I promise, and you'll learn something too. I, I promise you that for a free class that you'll take this Thursday night, you will learn more about stock options and real estate than you probably have learned before. Oh, that's a that's a fact for sure. So why don't you tell me about the money multiplier yesterday? Right. Talk, talk a little bit about how so, it went. And yeah, we really missed you. We had a couple of great speakers. Uh, we had uh, we had um, uh, Carl Fisher from Cattle Plan talked about uh, you know being a custodian for IRAs and Roth IRAs. That was a really great. That was a really great presentation. We also had my personal trainer Gordon Perdecki. By the way, Gordon, wow, did he do a good job yesterday? He he's come a long way. You know, we gave him the opportunity to speak at one of these about a year ago, and he was okay. But he has learned to speak and he has learned to present. He it was a different guy up there. It was amazing. Then we also, of course, we had Brent Kessler, the actual money multiplier himself, talking about how to how to uh, use life insurance, which is amazing, to bank on yourself. And I, I love this process. It's such a great idea. And then, of course, we had Chris Noggle, who talks about he talks about buying real estate with life insurance policies, or the money inside real estate life insurance policies. Which and, would be uh, what I would want to do with it. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what, <laughs> what I'll be doing with, with my programs as well. And then, of course, um, I had to speak for two hours because my partner was in bed dying. Uh, I wasn't in bed. I was on the couch. Oh, on the couch dying. I'm sorry. Drinking um, Tito's vodka. And then again, you were my business partner because I don't want to think. I don't want anybody to think that you were on the couch, lying on the couch, and you were my partner. Well, uh, I am your business partner. Right. That's what I that's just said. That's why I emphasize business partner. Right. That's because I, like I because said, it. today when you say this is my partner. That usually means something else. Like if Pietro was with me and I said, this is my partner, people would have some assumptions. Well, that's because that, 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 only them and they think that. Mm -hmm. Them and they, yes. <laughs> Let's not get into that. So um, you're telling me that Gordon was the outstanding speaker of the day? I, I, I don't know. I, he, he, I, I'm going to say that he could have been, yeah. I mean, he, he, but he was, he was outstanding compared to himself and compared to what... Yeah, in other so, words, as a speaker, he okay, was fantastic. Okay, so we'll call him the most improved speaker. Yes, I will easily call him the most improved speaker. He okay. was fantastic. Well, that's great. That, uh, that's all about just, that's how we learned. We we just kept doing it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and kept adding presentations yeah. and kept adding content. And as we learned new things, it became part of our presentation. And I, I started in 2009 public speaking when I wrote the book Addicted to Real Estate, and it's just grown after all these years. So. Yeah, it turned into this. It turned, turned into, into the school. This. Absolutely, yeah. right, right. 855-939-1137, 855-939-1137. I see some people watching on Facebook. Thank you very much. But if you guys want to call and ask us some questions, 855-939-1137. In fact, if you were there yesterday at the Money Multiplier and you want to talk, tell us how great it was, we'd love to hear it. Uh, 855-939-1137. You want to take a break? Yeah, why don't we go to commercial, and when we come back, we'll uh, hit some of these other topics. Sounds like a plan. Hi, I'm Phil Falcone from InvestorSchooling.com. 
I'm inviting you to a complimentary class in Langhorn this Thursday night at 7 p.m. I will teach you how to buy ugly houses and make them beautiful. As a bonus, we will also teach you stock option investing. So get your butt to this meeting, 7 p.m. this Thursday night, Langhorn, 215-876-3002, investorschooling.com. Hey, everybody, it's Larry Sinus from investorschooling.com. You heard my partner, Phil Falcone, tell you why you should be there this Thursday night to learn about real estate investing and learn about stock options trading. We're telling you right now, you will make more money than you've ever made in your entire life if you learn these two skills. Be there this Thursday night at 7 o'clock in our Langhorn headquarters. Go to investorschooling.com. Pull over right now. Take out your phone and go to investorschooling.com. RSVP right now. Investorschooling.com. See you Thursday. Hi, I'm Phil Falcone from Executech Suites. We're an executive suite center in Huntington Valley on Buck Road, 67 Buck Road, Huntington Valley. I'm sure you've driven past it. We're right in between Street Road and County Line Road. We have 47 offices in the prestigious address of Huntington Valley. I have offices starting at $5.95 a month. You're probably wondering, Phil, what do I get for $5.95 a month? Let me tell you. You get an office big enough for one person. You get the furniture in that office. You get the telephone on the desk. You get the telephone numbers. You get the fax numbers. You get two full-time receptionists to answer the phone in the name of your company and patch the calls to you. So if your company's ABC Painting Company, hey, ABC Painting Company, how can I help you? Would you like to talk to Bob? Let me get him on the phone. You could be home sleeping on your couch and I'll patch the calls right to you. What else do we give you? We give you the conference rooms. We give you the kitchen. We give you the mailboxes, the printer, the copier, the scanner, UPS service, you name it. All of the utilities, cleaning service, and best of all, we give you free coffee. Get yourself to Executech Suites. Phone number is 215-942-7701. 215-942-7701. ExecutechSuites.com. Welcome back to Investor Schooling Live. Hey, we are here at Investor Schooling Headquarters in the Investor Schooling Broadcast Network. We literally, we literally do transmit out of our headquarters. And if you ever are here and you want a tour of our studio, our studio rivals many studios out there. It's actually a beautiful studio. Come by and take a look. Hey, I forgot to tell you, you, you know, uh, I want to mention my book again that's coming out, Money Hacks. Because everything you think you know about money is probably wrong, is the subtitle. It's coming out in a couple of months, and I, I know you're going to love reading it, Phil, because I mentioned you at least once in it. I hope it's a good mention. Uh, it's definitely a good mention. I talk about how you know how smart you are, because Tom Giordano said so. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, um, you know, Larry said I was picking on him the, uh, on Thursday night, but I wasn't. Uh, Larry makes very few mistakes, and he's... Uh, provided me with a tremendous amount of knowledge that uh, things that I didn't know that I now know, like becoming a expert stock option trader, which is something that I could have never done on my own uh, easily. You hear that, Dom Giordano? I'm pretty smart, too. Yeah. Larry's pretty smart. But every once in a while, I catch Larry, you know, he's got one little nasty habit. He tends to sometimes leave money on the table. In regard to two categories, and one of them, we just happen to be talking about lease options with houses. So, why don't you want to talk a little bit about your um, 
presentation on Thursday night about yeah, lease sure. options? So, so, yeah, so you're talking about lease options. I don't know if I can, how much I can explain about lease options, but I'll do my best. So basically with a lease option, I always put in my ads, if I'm going to lease a house, I always put in my ads that this is a rent to own or a lease option available. And basically what that means is if somebody wants to lease the property, let's say, I don't know, let's say it's 1500 bucks a month, they want to lease the property and they want to be, uh, and they want to be able to buy it later on in the future, what I'll do is I'll set a price that they could buy it for. Let's say let's say the property is currently worth 150, and they have a lease option for the next three years. I believe the house will be worth 175 in the next three years. So I give them the option to buy that house at 175. Now, of course, for them, if the house goes up to 200, which by the way, some of my lease options have exceeded that number this year because of the craziness of the real estate market. However, I take a NROC, we talked about that earlier, an NROC, a non-refundable option consideration, and I ask for $10,000. So I was explaining this to the class. I asked for $10,000. I asked for $10,000. And by the way, this is non-refundable money. This is money that I get, and it's my money, and I get to keep it. And they have now what's called equitable interest in the property, which means that they are – the really cool part about this – is this means that they partially own the property already, and they have to act like a partial owner. So if the heater goes bad, they have to fix it. The roof goes bad, they have to fix it. Now, sometimes you're going to make an accommodation, but basically that's what the, the lease option says. So it's a really great way to rent properties, and it gives them the opportunity to buy a property. It's really good for people who have money in the bank and have a bad credit, and they need to rebuild their credit. So maybe you come across somebody who's got a 550 credit score, but they have $50,000 in the bank, and they want to be able to buy a house, and they really like your house, they really want to buy it, but they can't right now because they need to rebuild their credit, and it'll take them about a year or two to rebuild their credit. So after I'm done with that and I say that I take a $10,000, I hear a voice from the back of the room which sounds like this. Larry, I think you're leaving some money on the table. <laughs> didn't, I, 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 uh, I, I sounded just like you when I did that, So didn't the, I? the, um, the only difference that I was pointing out to you, and, and, and the only thing that I do differently from your whole presentation is I, I never name the amount of NROC that I want up front. What I want to do is ask them, what kind of down money do you have to put down? Because there are people who, uh, I've met people over the years who, for example, have never owned a house. They've, their family has been living in rental properties for the last 15, 20 years. And maybe, for example, mom passed away, left them some substantial money, and they want to. They maybe they only have seventy-five grand or a hundred grand. It's not enough to to buy a house for a whole family, but it is a substantial amount to put down as an NROC and have the right to buy a house, right? And uh, depending on their negotiation abilities, they could definitely, with that kind of money. They should be able to negotiate an arrangement that would work for both of us. It's a substantial amount of money, uh, and and that kind of money, I would I would be pretty flexible about how I would work a deal with them. I would give them extra years, maybe, to get their credit straightened out. I would I would possibly even contribute to the amount of principal that gets paid down, that kind of thing. So there's you know w w there's a lot of benefit to asking people up front. You, so I would advertise my property on the MLS, Craigslist, uh, Facebook Marketplace, wherever, and I would say rent to own, lease to own, every pitch phrase you can think of. It doesn't matter. Financing available, take your pick. Put it all in there, sure. right? Whatever you can put in there. Because it means those phrases mean different things to, to different people. 
And probably just if you put it in there four or five different ways, it just confuses the heck out of them. And the only way they can figure it out is to call you. And that's what you want them to do anyway. You want them to call you so you can talk to them about it. And one of the first things I would say is, hey, well, let's let's start off with you'd have to put down a, a deposit on a house like this. What kind of deposit could you put down? And, and that helps you, you know, from a criteria standpoint, choose the right person. So that's that's the first that's where I start out and then I and then I do almost everything the same as you do it, but uh, I like selling my buildings that way. Uh, although I'm not selling any buildings at the moment at all, I don't see myself selling anything else for a while. I'm keeping what I got and I'm acquiring more. But uh, in my plan, I don't see that I'm going to be doing much of this in the near future. But maybe 20 years from now, I will. Now you. Uh, you, the highest end rock you ever got was sixty thousand. Is that right? Sixty thousand. That's got. that's pretty good. Now, now I have to tell you something about this. But it was it was uh, segmented. Okay, thirty thousand was paid to me personally in cash, and thirty thousand was used to repair the building from the flood damage. Oh, gotcha. Okay, okay. Well, that's, that's still pretty good. So, but but I still got. Like and he didn't execute the contract, so all the sixty right. Did you get come to keep to it right. And and you know I, I don't want to give uh, bad tax advice. So I'm going to start with good tax advice, and then I'm going to let you draw your own conclusion. So first of all, that thirty thousand that he got, it, whether it's sixty or thirty doesn't really matter. But it, it, the thirty thousand he got that he put in his pocket is actually non-taxable until the building actually changes hands, which is really interesting because that's when that that's a taxable event. So if you had a five-year lease option, and thirty thousand dollars was given to you five years ago. You probably forgot about the thirty thousand, and forgot to tell your attorney about the thirty thousand. I'm about to get you in a lot of trouble, so don't admit to it. And most likely, that thirty thousand was never taxed. Now, I, I'm going to definitely, definitely reiterate our disclaimer that we're not accountants and we're not attorneys. Check with your accountant attorney before doing any of the techniques we 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 share with you. <laughs> well, I, I I know that I discussed it with my uh, accountant because it's I'm pretty I'm pretty organized when it comes right. to that kind of stuff. I don't like to mess around sure. on the taxes. I, you know, uh, I don't want the nine thousand pound gorilla coming after yeah, me. Yeah, sure, absolutely. that's for sure. There's a lot of things that. You can do in life, you can get away with little things here and there, but when it comes to uh, the IRS, I, I'd rather just pay them. Guess who's on the phone? Who? Gordon. All right. We'll put hey, him. Gordon, what's going on, man? What's up, Larry? How you doing, bud? Good. We were talking about you, man. I don't know if you if you, if you were listening or, or, or somebody signaled you and told you we were talking about you. We were talking about you. Uh, the fast signal. <laughs> The bat signal. We we would yeah. we would we were talking about what a great job he did signal. speaking yesterday. So what did you, tell you guys were talking about? Yeah, we were talking about what a great job he did. We were we were actually very impressed. We were so impressed. We told everybody on the radio how good of a speaker you were. I heard you were talking about oh. me, so I want to. No, you know, I wouldn't do that. What the heck were you talking about? Oh yeah, you have to go back and watch uh, how he made fun of you. <laughs> It'd be fine with me. I Hey Gordon, can you can you make can you do your impersonation of Phil? Wait, my impersonation of Phil. Who's Phil? <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. the taxation and how it works. 
So Gordon, for you guys, for you guys listening who don't know who he is, he's my personal trainer. His name is Gordon Brodecki, and he comes to my house every day and makes and and kicks my butt and makes me work uh, and makes me work hard and and change been changing my body, but I still haven't lost the twenty five pounds that I promised I was going to lose two years ago. <laughs> so Phil, to reiterate on what happened when you go back and watch it, I had a picture of. <laughs> Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger from the movie Twins, and um, I was and I had one scene where we're looking at tiny your tiny homes, and afterwards I pretend like I was walking off the stage and that was the end of the presentation. Tiny homes, okay. You have to see it. He was being Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he was saying that you were Danny DeVito and you guys well, were that's twins. That's fine. I I like that movie actually. I think that was a really, I thought it was a really well done movie. You know whether Dom so Giordano agrees or not. On. That's that's me and Phil with the brains, not with the the height, though. <laughs> yeah. So when I came back on, you weren't around to make fun of me. So I, if I was you, I imagine what you would say, and I was like, "Wait, well, you're not even that tall. You're shorter than me. Like uh, you got no hair in your head because I'm bald." So I started going into that, and then everybody started. Uh, I'm going to start laughing pretty loud, probably a little louder than they should have. Because uh, you're the no, they, were laughing, they were laughing at the right. They were laughing. They knew he wasn't here, so they laughed harder. It's good. It's fine with me. You can yeah, yeah, yeah. anytime you want. I'm, I, I actually like that. In fact, Larry will tell you, and a lot of people around here, I hate when people are nice to me. When, when, it's not that I hate when people are nice to me, but I do. So, like, if you meet somebody who's, like, super nice to you, I just don't trust them. Like, I grew up in a family where people go, what the heck's the matter with you? What are you thinking, right? Like, that's the way people would talk so, in my so, family. So think about yeah. this, right? He's got me as a business partner. You know I'm not nice to Phil. Yeah, well, when people are real nice to you, I, uh, I, I, I'm very distrustful of them. So quick, Gordon, why don't you tell everybody how they can get a hold of you, and then we're going to move on to bigger and brighter things. Definitely bigger. <laughs> yeah, you can get a hold of me at garage... Um, you can get a hold of me at 267-322-1011. That is my phone number. You can contact me on there. Um, text HABITS, H-A-B-I-T-S. I'm also the author of the bestseller, Unleash the Ultimate You, Change Your Mindset, Change Your Body. You can pick that up on Amazon, uh, Amazon and that's where you guys can find me at. That's the best way I'm to reach me. I'm going to unleash the ultimate me, Next Money Multiplier. You know, I you know, I just wanted right. the guy. He has a, he has an actual commercial ready to go when I say you know tell people how to get a hold of you. That's how good he's gotten. That's pretty good, Gordon. All right. Hey Gordon. Hey Gordon. I want you to. Hey Sean. I yeah. want you to cut him off in the middle of a sentence. So go ahead, start talking, Gordon. All right, Phil. I'll see you later, buddy. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, by the way, uh, Linda says, hey, I'm nice to you. She, Linda, my wife, I'm thinking she's talking to you when she says, hey, I'm nice to you. Well, I don't think Linda is capable of being mean to people. No, no. She yeah, might yeah, not be. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. There, there is definitely any word that, that is a synonym with the word nice has my wife next next to it in dictionary. It's the picture from my wife yeah, next to it in dictionary. Yeah, yeah, she's just too, too much of a sweetheart. I know. I, it's, it's, I can't it's, pick on her. Absolutely. Although, it's, it's terrible. You know, maybe I will one day and really test her. Uh, yeah, I've done it. It doesn't work.
855-939-1137. Call in. Tell us what you think so far of the show. Don't forget to go to winphilscar.com, and you can win Phil's car. You know, I, I had to tell you a story about this yesterday. We're, we're, we're doing the money multiplier, and we teach people how to make money, right? Right. So, like, I said to a couple of people, hey, you going to enter the contest? Nah. Hey, you going to enter the contest? Nah. Hey, you going to enter the contest? Nah. And I'm like, and I got up in front of the stage. I said, what is wrong with all you people? I said, this car is worth probably worth 15 to 20 grand. Absolutely minimum it's worth 15 to 20 grand. Listen, we're not saying you have to drive the car. We prefer if you did, but we're not saying you have to drive the car. How long does it take to make 15 or 20 grand, the average person, right? So, so the average person probably takes, uh, let's say, four to six months to make 20 grand, oh, right? Yeah. Right? You, you, you make a video that's 30 seconds long. You've, it takes you 10 seconds to put it up on the, on the website, and then you just post it on Facebook and have your friends vote for it. And if you have the most votes, you win. So you might be able to win an equivalent of anywhere from fifteen to $20,000 in, 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 in five they, minutes of work. Are they aware that they could win the car, hop in the car, drive to a dealership, of course. sell it for $20,000, and leave? Right, I, 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 it, 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 it fascinates me that, that 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 none of them have put this together. I had to explain it to them. And the I had Uber step ride by home step. will cost them uh, right. twenty two dollars. Right, exactly. And, and you know, and, and maybe we should even offer the Uber ride home if they do sell it because yeah, maybe, maybe they'll it. give them incentive. Because who knows? That's the deal killer. Uh, w what's going on? Winfieldscar dot com. Winfieldscar dot com. It's not difficult. By the way, it's a convertible. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. a beautiful BMW Z4 convertible. Yeah. I, I realize what it, it's, it's, it's old. What is it, 2011? Yeah, it's a 2011. Yeah, so, yes. I mean, it's not brand new, but it's Phil's car. I mean, that, that's the, the most exciting part about it is it's your car. And I mean, a, it would probably only be worth $3,000 if it wasn't your car. It's a very cool car. Yeah, and it's got eye-by houses on the side if you want to want to tell do. you what I do with it. When I see a 90-degree turn coming up, I accelerate with that car. It's, it's a lot of fun to drive. It's got extra wide back tires, and you you cannot, the back end will not slide out on you. Yeah, I actually okay. I actually tried to to spin the wheels yesterday, and I didn't tell you, but I couldn't. Well, thanks for doing that. Glad to hear that you're <laughs> driving my car around like a lunatic. I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anybody else out there? 855-939-1137. 855-939-1137. And we'll be more than happy to answer your questions. We kind of like, uh, we got just about 15 minutes left. We're not ready for the stock option consultant. What topic do we want to go to? I don't know. Uh, why don't we uh, talk a little bit about a little bit about things that we're expanding into? Like uh, yesterday, I was telling Larry about a mobile home park yeah, that sure. I got under contract in Florida. And uh, Larry and I were discussing it. We were uh, just talking about, you know, the pros and cons of the deal, the potential earning capability that it currently has versus what it could have down the road. This is something that should not be overlooked. For example, if you are a real estate investor or you're thinking about going out and buying some kind of property, Imagine if you could show up at investor schooling, if you were a student here, you could sit in a room with 40 actual people and maybe another 50 people on Zoom, so 90 people available to give you advice on a particular property that you're buying and have all these other people help you make good decisions about how you're going to buy this property, 
if you're going to buy it, what you're going to do with the rents, and all the important things that real estate investors like Larry and myself have learned over, over three decades, more than three decades. So Larry's almost in his fourth decade, right? Yeah, actually, I've been doing it for 38 years. You're 38 yeah. years. I've been in it 32 years. Yeah. So between the two of us... 70? Yeah, that's a, that's oh a round number, man. That's a very scary number. That's a round number. So imagine if you had all that help. Do you think that, that that help could actually behoove you to make great decisions? If you think that you can't make a mistake in real estate, well, you're wrong. Most real estate investors who do this full-time throughout their life, they're going to make a mistake here and there. It happens to almost everybody. Uh, coming to a place like investor schooling, yeah, we call it a school, but you know, in some respects it's almost like being in a club. You come here on a Monday night, you sit in a room, you can say, hey, guys, I got a problem or I got a property. I think it's a good property, but I don't know what to do about this or that. Imagine get all the advice that you will get, okay, to help you make great decisions. You probably won't be able to write down all the great advice as fast as you need to because that's what happens here almost every Monday night when we have our mastermind meetings. If you haven't been to one of our mastermind meetings, you need to get your butt to investor schooling. Yeah, and you have to start off with the Thursday night class first. Yes. So we, we'll invite you to a Thursday night class this Thursday night. Go to investorschooling.com and you can sign up and RSVP for this Thursday night at 7 o'clock in Langhorne. By the way, if you're listening anywhere we're all over the country now. Our, our, our just radio shows all over the country now. And if you're listening anywhere all over the country, you can watch this show. You can watch our show via Zoom. It's 7 p.m. Eastern, so it's 4 o'clock in California. And you could watch the show. And we have – it's actually extremely entertaining. We go on for a couple of hours, about two and a half hours, not even two and a half hours, maybe two hours and 15 minutes. And we have so many topics that we cover in that. And it's a real class. It's not a sales pitch. We sit there and we tell – we teach you will be sitting in a class that the other students have paid for and they did the same thing when they came they sat in a class they enjoyed it then they came to the mastermind meeting and then if they decided this was for them we told them about the school and if they wanted to become a student they became a student it right. is just so much fun by the way the last friday when we when we did that analysis of that mobile home park i wish we videotaped it it yeah, was, you know what? That's a good idea. We should start doing that. Yep, because uh, that was great. Because you and I, because Phil and I, just so you know, Phil and I, you know, we're two different people. We have different opinions. We have different thoughts on how to make money with certain projects. And we were going back and forth on how, you know, how we can make money, what the exit strategies are. And it would have been a really, it would have been such an impressive video because it, well, it was great. For now let's do that. We need to have a little tripod with a sure. camera on it, maybe a, a GoPro. Where... We can have, you can have Pedro do it. Yeah, sure. Because he's not busy. He doesn't have anything to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, if if Pedro if Pedro wasn't around, we could put a little GoPro on a table with a tripod. Yeah, definitely. Court. We should do that because those are great learning sessions, talking about deals, uh, and, and it's very helpful. So we do that for each other, and we also do it on on Monday nights because I am not above saying to the group, "Here's a problem I'm having. Hey, let me throw it out there." Yeah, that's true. We've actually had a lot of great advice come just from a student who said who had a solution to something. Yeah. And, you know, it's just something that we just didn't think of because now we have, you know, we have 50 people in the room and everybody's thinking about the problem and they come and somebody comes out with a solution or even starts the, <clears throat> starts the solution to the problem. In other words, maybe they give you the first step and then we expand on it. So it's really great. It's actually it's actually yeah. one of my my favorite days is Monday nights. As a matter of fact, I am actually having a bit of a, a problem that has uh, arisen. 
and I believe I've handled it at this point, but uh, I'd like to discuss it with you because it could become more of a problem. Well, let's bring it up. Let's do it. I don't think it's something I want to talk about on the radio. Understood, understood, understood. Only because we put this on Facebook and it will... It will be available to the uh, individual who's uh, questioning the deal. Okay. So I, I I'd rather just talk to you privately Understood. about that. Yeah. But we could discuss it down the road. So you're afraid, you know, you're gonna end up, you know, with something like this? No, um, uh, okay. I don't think I'm gonna be crying, and I don't think he's gonna be crying. Okay. Uh, we're. <clears throat> it's so, a- that's yeah. right. Yeah, we Something can. We we'll can. I got. It. I got. It. And if you know, if you guys, if if your students listening to this and you want to hear this, you know, you could sit in the room with us if you want to. You could be a fly on the wall. All right. All right. Eight five five nine three nine eleven thirty seven. We got a few minutes left. Eight five five nine three nine eleven thirty seven. Feel free to call in. We'd love to hear from you. All right. What else we got? Well, you want to get into the uh, stock option, Sultan? I guess we can. Why not? We got a couple stock of questions. So, have you been watching my my new show? Of course. Oh, beautiful. So, I have a show called Money Chat Now. It's actually every single day I do a market wrap-up show on Facebook, YouTube. You can go to the Investor Schooling YouTube site, and you can actually subscribe, and you can watch. I've been talking every single day. I've been wrapping up the news and wrapping up the the stock market every single day, and I will continue doing it. It's, it's really great. I actually, you know, at first I was a little scared to do it. And the first episode, I wasn't even sure if I could come up with a half an hour material. Now I'm now I'm struggling to fit it all in a half an hour. So it's actually working out pretty well. So well, I got a great solution for that. If you're struggling to fit it all in, keep some of the material and do it tomorrow. No, no, I understand, but I I, I have you know, a certain amount of topics I talk about. So yeah, so that's it's called Money Chat Now, and you can actually go to the Money Chat Now page on Facebook, or you can go to. Well, you can go to YouTube and you can subscribe to the Investor Schooling channel. By the way, there's other stuff on the Investor Schooling channel. It's great stuff, too. So that would also be a great place to go. So here are some – hey, have I told you that airlines and cruise stocks are the place to be? Of course. Stay there. Keep going there. There's still time. AAL is at 21 now, I believe. Yeah, just under 21. This is a stock. This is a play. This is a play. If you play this, you forget about the stock option. Just buy the stock. This thing will probably be thirty-five in February, so that's a, that's a no-brainer. And if you're gonna if you're gonna do a uh, you know if you do a stock option on it, go into January or February. You're probably gonna pay three or four bucks for a for a twenty-dollar strike price, and you're gonna easily. I mean, if you if you really wanted to hold out on this one, I usually tell people not to. But if you wanted to hold out on this one, you probably will double your money on this on this play. This is an easy no-brainer play. You're not talking stock options. You're talking stock. No, no, I'm talking. If you took the stock, if you took the stock, thirty-five would be the absolute max out price I would go on the stock. But I wouldn't even go that high in a stock option. I'd go to probably thirty max on the stock option. My out price is twenty-seven. And I think it's going to go there, no problem, no brainer, easy, easy peasy. And so would this be something you're selling covered calls on? Uh, I wouldn't even sell the covered calls on it. Well, you can sell the, sell the covered calls on it if you want to hold the stock. The problem is you're going to lose the stock. Yeah, very you're going fast. to lose the stock if it pops right. the way you think it's going to pop. You're going to lose it anyway. Right, but you still make three or four bucks before you lose it. So I understand. It's not a bad play. So then also CCL. By the way, CCL at twenty three, same thing. CCL will probably be at forty in. In uh, in February, in January, February, the, the, the 
what I'm going by, and if you if you're paying attention at all to the stock market, you know that everything recovered, everything recovered except for the travel industry. The travel industry is eventually going to recover. It has to. It just has to. One day, the news media is going to go, "Hey, let's talk about something besides the uh, the the uh, you know the Delta variant, which D stands for one side of the political party." Anyway, that's going to go away. And when that goes away, this is all going to come back. The world's going to come back. I'm going to be able to go on my cruises again. I miss cruising so bad, Phil. I can't stand it. Sometimes I actually said to my wife, we were having dinner last night. I said, hey, did you feel that we were at a restaurant? I said, hey, did you feel the boat rock? That's how badly I want to go on a cruise. And she laughed. She thought that was very funny. Well, I don't think it's funny what's happening right now. No, I, I think mean, it's funny the, uh, the whole behavior about this Delta variant, which I really, the, the death rate, he, first of all, if you open up the border and let uh, 200,000 people a month come into your country, I mean, you're going to get the, you're going to get the disease in there with it. Of course. On top of that, you know, there's all this fear factoring going on. And there's so many people walking around with masks, masking up again. I can't even believe I know. It. Right. And uh, and in and, and certain ridiculous places like San Francisco and New York, they're uh, requiring vaccinations for uh, using the gym, going to a restaurant. And I was planning on going to Belize uh, to look for some investment properties over there for vacation rental purposes or escaping America purposes. And uh, Biden came out on Friday, I believe it was Friday afternoon, and he made a speech uh, about the auto he was making speeches about auto industry and about electric cars, and he said that he's going to require Americans who leave the country to be vaccinated before they can come back. Right. So now I'm questioning, can I even go to Belize right now? Repeat so, after me. Yes, I am vaccinated. Of course, yes, I am vaccinated. That's it. End of discussion. Coinbase. But Coinbase is another play. Coinbase is a great play, but at 258, it's too high. I'd like to see Coinbase below 230. That's the play. Below 230, that's the place. By the way, Robinhood, you know, I, I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, and I actually bought Robinhood at 36. I sold it at 72, and I'm looking to buy it again if it goes below 50. Now, at the time, there were no stock options available on it. Now there are stock options, but the stock options are so ridiculously expensive because it's such a volatile stock. That I'm, I'm, I can't buy stock options on it yet. But if it goes below fifty, I'm going to buy more stock, and I'm going to sell it again. I think it'll double again. You ready? You, 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 my other, my other crazy new thing is sort of crypto. I've said this before that Ethereum is the play. Ethereum is at three thousand again, or just under three thousand again. It's a play. It's something. It's something. If you have some money and you want to do it, great. You know. I'm still trying to get my I'm still trying to wrap my head around Ethereum and Bitcoin and I'm going to tell you that we're going to do a presentation on it. I'm going to I have I have a couple of people who are very, that I know they're very involved in it and I want to pick their brain. I'm going to write a presentation on it because I think it's time that investor schooling teaches it. Not necessarily invest in it but teaches it. How could we be missing out on something so important as this as a school? So I will we will be teaching it. Look for that in the next 2 to 3 months. We will be having a presentation on Bitcoin. Uh, not, I'm sorry, on, on a cryptocurrency. Bitcoin will be part of it. I have a good friend of mine who's opening a mine. He's actually going to open a mine. Anyway, we have about a minute and 45 seconds left. How does one open a mine? 
He's, he, he bought a building. He bought a huge, huge building. He's putting multiple computers in there, and he's going to build his own power supply. He's going to have his own power generator to run it. Because the biggest problem with mining crypto is how expensive it is to mine it. And it's the electric that costs the most money. Define for me mining crypto. So mining is, oh, I don't know if I got, I, we got 30 seconds. I don't know if I could do it in 30 seconds. You but don't have 30 but seconds. basically it's the, it's the, uh, it's the. It's 59.45. <laughs> no, no, we got, it's, okay, I got a minute. It's the, uh, it, it's the process in which your computer uh, uh, records the transaction that happened. So multiple computers record the transaction and you get paid a certain amount of Bitcoin to make, to, to do that transaction. Like Ben Franklin did when he was making money, he got a certain amount of the so money. Mining means you're conducting transactions. You're conducting transactions and you're getting okay. paid for it in Bitcoin. Okay. So I guess you have to buy it and then sell it to people? Or? No, you, you, you just record it. I could sell it to Pedro. Your computer records it. Interesting. Okay. So, um, don't forget to visit Investor Schooling for your free class this Thursday night at 7 o'clock. We're going to be talking about real estate investing and stock option investing. And like Larry said earlier in the show, we are not doing a sales pitch. You will not be pressured to sell anything. Don't bring your credit card. You don't bring your check. You don't need it, okay? We're just inviting you to a class. And if you like what you see and you're interested, we'll invite you to another class. And it's that easy. So our address is 108 Corporate Drive in Langhorne, Pennsylvania, Thursday night at 7 o'clock at InvestorSchooling.com. We hope to see you there. We are out of here.